Tell me when you're ready. Are you ready? No. Hello, Lisa. Hi, Claire. <laughs> Welcome to this episode 23 yes. of Playing Devil's Avocado. Welcome. It's a podcast. Yeah. It's it's hosted by myself. Who are you? My name is Claire Lindsay Ivor. Ah. And your name is Lisa Fiona Sinclair. Well, it's really Elizabeth, but Elizabeth anyway. Fiona Sinclair. Yes. <laughs> and we are here today on this lovely evening. Yes. <laughs> Um, recording it this week to talk about such great things as why men don't know how to shop in supermarkets. Yeah. Or maybe not, not, not... Hashtag not all men. Not all men. Um, why you should never ignore midlife brain fog. No. Um, we're going to talk about horse riding. <laughs> Fight no, no. Fights I can't win at home. Yes. And what sort of pandemic personality do you have? Oh, well, that sounds fun. Mm, let's mm. go. Okay. Um, let's start off by talking about men not knowing how to shop in supermarkets, hashtag not all men. Yes. <laughs> Look, I think it's because they've been released into the wild, haven't they, all the men, <laughs> during the during the pandemic, because they're, they're sort of shopping more and there's lots of men wandering around aimlessly with children, quite yeah. a lot. Yeah. Um, and they're just really getting on my pip in the supermarkets, because they don't know how to shop. Like, and they just wander aimlessly around and they're going up and down the aisles because they don't know where anything is. No. They don't know how to be... And hashtag not all men, all right? <laughs> but they don't know how to shop efficiently either. Like, no. you start here, you get that, then you go here, then you do that. We yeah. all, we've been shopping in supermarkets, uh, you know... Since we were... Knee high, and they probably got dragged along too, but uh, they didn't absorb it properly. Um, well, it just shows you really that women just bear that bloody mental load and end do. up doing the shopping. They do all the it's shopping quicker and easier to do it your yes. I mean, please, if you know, if you've got a super husband who's a super supermarket shopper, hmm. let us I know. I do know one who's amazing, oh, but not mine. Not yours. I mean, he's fine. Yeah, but I know that he wouldn't know, for example, where. A turnip was in the fruit and vegetable section, right. whereas I would know where to go straight away to, get to a turnip. find a turnip. Yes. If I, indeed, I was, I was looking for a turnip. <laughs> or he wouldn't know, you know, that soda water would be in the same aisle as mixers. He would yeah. be looking. You know what I mean? Like there's like things that you just go. You just know where things yes. are, where the cleaning products are, what yeah. aisle they'd be in. Or... And then they don't know. Like the, you've got the ones who are shopping with a list, and then the ones that are just aimlessly staring, sort of <laughs> like you know, like the village idiot, like their tongue out. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, you know what, the ones I love are the hungry ones. Oh, yeah, they put everything in, in the trolley. Just pile up pies. All and the things they really want to eat. Everything right from then. the freezer. Because <laughs> um, right, we went to the supermarket on Saturday and it was the big coals, um, which I've only done about twice in the last two or three months, go, gone to the big coals. And I find it really um, scary. <laughs> Because I don't like you were saying you don't know how to go to you wouldn't know how to go to a pub now. Yes, it's all. Feels, I said that off piece. Off piece. <laughs> it all feels quite alien and scary, doesn't it? And overwhelm. Mm. I think it's overwhelming. Mm. And, and it a was, lot of choice. There's a lot of choice, and it was quite busy. Um, and it's in a little shopping centre, so it's not a big shopping centre, but there's other shops. So there's quite a lot of people wandering around. And I found the whole thing very confronting and very overwhelming. Mm. I didn't like it. Mm-mm. I wanted to run home to my little peninsula. Mm. Um, I was reading that in London, everyone's become very village-like again, for obvious reasons. Yeah. You just... Oh, it was Melbourne. Melbourne or London, same thing. Anyway, <laughs> but basically, I feel, I feel that very strongly, that I just... All I've done is go out to three streets. Yeah. And now I'm scared to go beyond that. 
Well, you need to get yourself out of that. Why? Because I like it. Because there's lots of lovely things out there. You just need no. to get there. But also, and this is just going on to the next thing in my little list, mm. everyone looks like such a slovenly slob, don't they? Well, it's funny you say that. very disheartening. I bought, today I went to the shops and I had a $100 Westfield voucher Ooh. because before Virgin went under or whatever, I cashed in some velocity points mm. in a panic that I wasn't going to be able well to done. cash them in. And anyway, I went and bought a skirt. And I was thinking on the way home, I was like, that was really dumb because I'm never going to need to wear it because all I wear is the same jumper and, you know, track pants and leggings. I think everyone needs to start getting dressed properly. Yeah. I do. And it, if anything, they need to make more of an effort than they were before mm. because everyone's walking around looking like a right old, like, slob. Everyone looks like slobs, don't they? Everyone. They most people do. Honest, let's be honest here. They're all in their track pants. I include me. I'm including me Mm. in this. We're all in our slobby, you know, jumpers and slobby track pants. No one's had to to actually do a button up in months. No, no one remembers how to to, yeah try anything properly. I think it's I think it you know creates a feeling of just general malaise. Well the other night I went round to my friends for dinner and I was wearing a jumper which I've been wearing around the house all day and I didn't take it off, I just went in the jumper. Mm. And I did think to myself afterwards that was very lazy dressing. Could have got changed. And I could have tried a bit harder. Could have tried hard. Must mm. try harder. Must try harder. I think must try harder. Okay. Um, put a frock on, you know, mm. or just put something nice on. Well, when I went round to the other friend the night of the holding hands on the couch oh, for, yes. you know, drinking debacle, yeah. I got all dressed up. Yeah, and was it nice? And it was lovely to get yeah. all dressed up, but then I got a bit overexcited, hence the holding hands on the couch. Mm. Drunk disaster. But anyway, yeah. you get that. Well, I get that. Yeah. Well, let's all try to put on a nice outfit this okay. week. Okay, all right. Yeah. Cheers, me. Cheers, you. <laughs> um, go on, that's me done. Okay. Um, well, speaking of um, people, you know, needing to do things again, what's your corona personality, do you think? Your pandemic personality? Well... You sent me this. I thought it was quite funny. It's quite good. It is quite good. I've just got to find it now. It's from the Guardian. Here. I printed it yeah. out. Yeah. Are you a smug introvert, or are you an escape or an urban escape artist? Yes. Um, so basically, this um, person called Max Benwell is that mm. a man or a woman? Well, I don't know. Um, uh, you, if you're a smug introvert, you say. I know this is bad, but this is also kind of a dream for me, which is kind of me, I think. I'm a smug introvert. Are you a smug introvert? Mm. Introvert. So they say, I know this is bad, but this is also kind of a dream for me. Yeah, so they're saying they never like going out before. Nothing's really different for them now. They want you to know that they're really, like, suited to this indoor lifestyle, which is exactly the same as the one they had before. I think I'm the hibernator. So should we run through them? There's a smug introvert. There's the urban escape artist who... who, um, has they they've been locked down trapped inside their city house and then they somehow managed to disappear and go somewhere else outside the city yes so you know they've moved they've gone to the family farm or something so that, yeah. that so that they're away from um having to be us yes. normal people there's the shamer oh yeah i like that one what they shout at you i can't believe you'd come within 30 feet of me in this empty park without a mask <laughs> i know some people like that <laughs> i do do it <laughs> talk to one today a friend yeah. of mine then there's the project person who is also kind of not me but like you know I really wish it was me in a way yeah who say it's been pretty amazing learning another new language while finishing my book I've, got, <laughs> I've gone back on Duolingo oh have you but I'm only I'm, I'm just doing um French which I did actually learn yeah once. to quite a high level so oui. it's actually very easy mm. but it makes me feel facile good. it makes me feel good Très about facile. myself 
All right. Then there's also the um, radically progressive traditional housewife or radwife where they're making 50 batches of banana bread this month and if my partner is the one who brings home the sourdough starter, so be it. That's not me. That's not me. No. Not me. Although I did make some banana bread, but I didn't think it was my civic duty. Um, The hibernator. So this is what you think you are. What have I been up to? Good question. Yeah. They've dealt with the stress of the pandemic by shutting down as much as they can. When they're not carrying out essential tasks, they're hanging out in their special no-thoughts or feelings. And this is you. Yeah. This is literally you. Yeah. This may involve staring out into the distance. Not yeah. st- you don't do that don't, in your not house. Not allowed to do staring. Um, playing mindless video games or browsing Netflix yeah. for hours. Well, that is definitely you. I have spent quite a lot of time just in my bed reading my book. Because mm. I just... That's all right. Yeah. Take to your bed. Take, I take to my bed. Mm. Yeah. Um, the certainty expert... They are the ones that say, don't be an idiot, have you not read the footnotes on the latest footnotes on the latest <laughs> Harvard study? And they know how to say epidemiologist, which I thought was funny, because I know how to say that, but I'm not one of those people. So you don't talk about curves and models? No. No. Only when I'm talking about Elm McPherson. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> hmm. uh, and then the one was the totally amazing life you need to know about, and then they're the kind of people that go, I'm just having the best time ever, even though we're in quarantine. Yeah. Um, that's probably us a little bit too, isn't it? We're a bit like think? that. Oh, I'm a bit no. like, I love my life. Oh. Mm. No, it's not like that at all. That's not also, us at all. they like to show off their Zoom parties. I think the Zoom parties are dead in the water. Yeah. I, like, no one cares now, do I they? did one last weekend with um, all the boys that I grew up with. And some of them I haven't seen for, like, 20 years. And it's, yeah, it's quite confronting. Mm. Well, no-one looks good on Zoom. No-one looks good on Zoom. I, it was the middle of the night here. They're all in the UK. I was wearing my um, <laughs> leopard print fluffy dressing gown. Oh, my God. Amazing. And someone did the whole screenshot, the Zoom party thing, oh, and yeah. put it on Facebook. Hilarious. And there's me on Facebook in my fluffy... <laughs> Leopard print dressing gown. <laughs> Wasn't ideal. Would have liked to have dressed up for that. Did you have lipstick on? I did. Yeah. <laughs> lipstick on and a dressing gown. You were my idol. Um, and speaking of one more pandemic-y kind of related thing, um, Adam Lior, who obviously won MasterChef, no, came no. second in MasterChef. People who come second are always more successful. Right, well, he's very successful. Yeah. And he was looking through some of the quarantine cooking's trends and he power-ranked them. So the definitive power rankings for quarantine food trends. Number one, Dalgona coffee, which we spoke about. Yeah. Um, he said, I tried it. It's pretty good. Power ranking for four out of ten indignant Indian grandmothers. Hmm, don't know. Number two, bolognese, spaghetti and lasagna. So everyone was making spaghetti bolognese or lasagna because they could you couldn't get spaghetti so they'd make lasagna with your mince or whatever. So everyone was making it. And he said um, the power ranking for that is five out of ten pairs of elastic-waisted pants. Mm. <laughs> sourdough, everyone made sourdough. Um, <laughs> power ranking, six out of ten $40 loaves of bread. Focaccia Gardens. Now, did you oh, do a yes. Focaccia Garden? No, I didn't. Everyone was doing them, of course. If you don't know what they are, I'll post a photo in the PDAs. It's when they make that bread and they make it look like there's a garden. Yeah, it's quite pretty. It is very pretty. Seven out of ten Instagram likes for that one. They look nice, he says. Ramen at home. I don't think anyone no. was making ramen at home. It's too hard. No. Um, secret corporate recipes, yes, like oh, yeah, the Monte we Carlo them. recipe, yeah. the Scotch finger recipe, the IKEA meatball, which we've spoken about. And they, he just says it's a marketing thing. It was very brilliant. But actually, the power ranking is only two out of ten free column inches. And then um, Alison Roman's The Stew, which yes. everyone made, which I'd been making before that. Oh, so, so know, with before it. She, 
before she then <laughs> You're so zeitgeist had a fight with everybody in the world. Um, I still ten out of ten it. online pitchforks, she says. Mm. Uh, he says rather. Um, I think it was um, delicious, mm. um, and I know there was a lot of um, cultural appropriation conversation yeah. that went on about it, and. Um, I'm not gonna not gonna get into that. Don't go there. I'm not going there. Don't go there. But we all did a lot of those things, and you can um, yeah. show us yours. I made um, soda bread instead of sourdough. Ah, same difference. Same, same. <laughs> all right. Um, do you want to do a bit of culture? Culture club. Culture club. Culture club. <laughs> Is that a yes? Yeah. <laughs> and what? Two things on the list we both have been watching. We, we both watched, which is nice. We yes. both watched the trip to Greece. Yes. Which is the fourth fourth, fourth movie yeah. length one of um, Steve Coogan yeah. and Rob Brydon. Rob Brydon's like sort of um, mockumentary. Mo- yes. It's a very odd. It's very hard to explain what it is, really, isn't it? They, it's like a travel show f- about food where they go... Well, it was more so in the others about the food. This one yes. doesn't seem to have an awful lot no, to do with food. No, they stopped going as much about the food, yeah. which I miss. And they basically drive through, you know, old parts of different yeah. countries, but this was particularly Greece, um, and doing impressions, usually, of... Um, James Bond. Yes, so they play themselves, but they're different. But they're sort of not really themselves. Yeah. So they play versions of themselves. Yeah. So like Steve Coogan, who is obnoxious in real, like quite yeah. obnoxious in real life, yeah. is even more obnoxious. Yeah, and sort of um, arrogant and big-headed yeah. in, in the film. Yes, and he has, and and as well as that, he has this kind of unhappy love life that kind of keeps coming up and, and you yeah. realise that he's got, like, this unhappy ex-wife and ki- teenage kids. Yeah. and but they're not real. No. But in like, the film, yeah. yeah. But it's, yeah. it's sort of to show that behind the facade of being this obnoxious person is this kind of... Yeah. And then Rob Brydon pays this kind of very happy-go-lucky... Yeah. Yeah, sort of... And they're very funny and they compete with each other all the time to do the best impressions. Yes, because both, they both originally were impressionists and they did... Um, Shows in the UK, didn't they? Yeah. It's it. I look. I really enjoyed it, only because I liked looking at the Greek mm, scenery. Because we're not going to go there anytime soon. Mm. Although Greece really wants us to go there, um, and I thought it was better than the Spanish one, which was the last one. But I don't need to see any more, and this is the last one. Mm. Um, but I paid twenty bucks to watch it at home because they did it as a release, cinematic release, but at home. Um, and I sort of ummed and ahed about paying 20 bucks, but then I thought, oh, I don't know, just pay mm. it. Just I, really, watch it. I really enjoyed it. Did you? I laughed a lot out I loud. did laugh, I did laugh. As, I like, did laugh. Rob Brydon sings Grease is the Word when they're driving <laughs> around Greece, and that just made me laugh for some reason. Um, there's some pathos in there, yeah. which is very, um, very um, uh, appropriate given that it's Greece. <laughs> yeah. Um, and. Um, some of that stuff's a little bit uncomfortable to watch because it doesn't sit that well with me for some reason. Like, they, they have these kind of personal stories that are interwoven through them yeah. all. And that's the bit I don't really like. I wish they'd just be the comedy be bit. the funny bit. But, you know, mm. that's just me. I love Coogan. I would, and I was doing this thing where we were watching it where I was asking my husband which one of them was wearing the nicest clothes. So I'd go, if you had to wear one of the outfit, Coogan or Bryden, Coogan or Bryden. And he'd go, oh, Coogan. And like, because they're like very middle aged men yes. wearing linen shorts and, yes. and Panama hats. And stuff I quite love Steve Coogan. I do too. I've, I've got a massive crush on him. Yeah, I mean, he'd he's be... a bad, nasty he'd... man. I don't I think he's a nasty man. Not anymore, but he would have been. He would have been... He would have been 
the worst boyfriend you could possibly yeah. have. Massive coke fiend. Yeah. Well documented and yeah. spoken about. Yeah. Um, but there's something about him that is, you know, he's very irresistible. He's, I think he's probably a genius, Yeah, to yeah, be honest. He, and he knows it. Yeah. But they both do amazing impressions. They yeah. just have you guffawing. So Guffaw. If you don't want to watch it um, and pay the $20, wait till it comes out. Rental on iTunes, then it'll only be six ninety nine or yeah. whatever. Or you know, download it illegally. Not that I said that. No, don't say that. Um, and then the other thing that we watched was the Take That concert that yes. was part that was done by. Well, take that. And Robbie Williams did a surprise, not a surprise, everyone knew it was coming. Um, guest appearance. It was for um, Compare the Meerkat, whatever that brand is. Yes, in the UK. Um, um, but it's also here. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh. But they. But that was done for the UK. But it's um, they did it to entertain everyone in lockdown. So everyone, each of the Take That members were in their houses, which was kind of funny because you get to see a little glimpse into yeah, their... Yeah, it's quite funny, daggy houses. Yeah. Mark Owen was in his garage. I was sad Jason's not there. No, but he didn't. He couldn't sing anyway. I'm surprised no, that Howard was, was such a pretty. good singer. Howard was a good singer. Mm. I thought they all held a tune very nicely. They did hold a good tune. It was quite depressing because I felt so old watching it because they were so... If they were <laughs> well, that old, they were so old. Mark Owen has really lost his heart. I used to have to toss up between him and Robbie when I when I was young, and you know Robbie generally won out, Mm. and Robbie's a lot more sort of slick and um, Hollywood, isn't he? I'd probably go Gary Barlow these days. Yeah, Gary's quite cool, and he's he's very talented as well. I did like when they were like showing Robbie, and he was he had a big box of PG tips. Yeah, he was making cups of tea for them. It was very cute. They're all in their individual houses, and then they did. Some kind of special effects where they had them all standing in a row doing yeah. dance moves. Robbie didn't seem to want to do any of the dance moves, but the yeah. others did. Um, it was really cute, and Very I just, I, just got, I got so excited watching mm. it. I was supposed to be working, and instead I was lying on the couch singing along. Yes. I was never forget where you've come here from. Never, and they can still do the dance moves to pray, which is be hard on your knees as an older man. Mm. Um, yeah, it was pretty good, pretty good fun. You can watch it on the YouTube. It's on YouTube. I posted it in the PDAs, actually, mm. so if you are a member of the PDAs, you can see it there. Otherwise, just type at, type in Meerkat Take That Concert and mm. you'll find it. Um, and then the last thing that, that I was watching is Love Life on Stan. Yes, I haven't watched it Annie yet. It's Kendrick's series. It's a ten-part series. There's only been three episodes so far. So it's, it's dropping it's, weekly. It's dropping weekly. Oh. Um, and it's lovely. Oh. It's lovely. It's a romantic comedy. And it's like Sex in the City. Every week you meet a boyfriend of hers and you go through their relationship until they break up or whatever. And so it's like her on the search for love, starting with a young guy that she meets um, called Augie, who she's absolutely in love with, and he moves away. So then they break up. And then she has like a one-night stand with a guy and then, you know, she doesn't mm. want to see him anymore. And then the next week she has an affair with her, um, which she has a relationship with her ex-boss. And it's just, you know, it's like heart-wrenching because they break up mm. and you, you feel all the heartbreak and it's like being in your 20s again and meeting people and falling in love and then splitting up and, you know, all the kind of things that you do when you meet someone and the awkwardness. And it's really funny and she's lovely and I don't even like her. I like Anna Hendricks or Kendrick? Kendrick. Kendrick. And it's Paul Feig, so it's the bridesmaids guy. Oh, yes, he's a funny man. Yeah, have they done... Her yeah. and him are the executive producers. Oh. So it's very clever. I highly recommend it. Okay. It's like it's like going and seeing a good romantic comedy oh, yes. at the movies. None of them are made anymore. No, I last? love it. 
good rom-com that you saw. And like she's Probably got a bridesmaids. really sassy best friend that she oh, lives with who's nice. cool. And the men in it are really good-looking and interesting. And Do you know what we talked about? Is, have you tried season two of Dead to Me? No. You're not mm. loving I tried to watch the first one. I don't know. I feel like it was done and dusted. Mm. I don't know if there's anywhere to go. No. Like, I was really excited, and now I'm just like, oh, I don't... I feel maybe there's just too much choice. Or maybe they waited a bit too long. They waited too long. Or, or, yeah. Mm, yeah, I must say, I haven't been kind of, like, you know, yeah. excitedly you haven't been chomp- waiting. You haven't been chomping, chomping at the bit. Chomping at the bit. No. Oh, oh, speaking of chomping yeah. at the bit. Yeah, see, I did such that. Such a see good what I did segue, Lisa. That yes. is impressive. You should be a professional Champing. It's actually champing at the bit. Mm. Mm. Well, I went horse riding. And when I say I went horse riding, I didn't actually go horse riding, but we went horse riding and I booked myself a horse to go horse riding <laughs> and, then had, find that text and then had a complete panic attack about going on said horse. Absolutely terrified. I got myself into such a state about having to get up on a horse, worrying that I would be, like, too heavy for the horse, worrying that I wouldn't be able to climb up onto the horse, worrying that I'd be scared when I got up there. What did I tell high. you to do? You said, don't be ridiculous, you shouldn't... Why Why on earth did you do that or something? Why on earth <laughs> would you go horse riding at, at this age. point yeah. in our lives? And so I cancelled my own horse ride. So this is what you said to me. Mm. You texted me. You said, oh God, I just agreed to go horse riding and I'm freaking out. I'm going to be too heavy, I'm sure. And I said, God, why would you do that? And you said, stupid moment of weakness. I'll call and cancel. Oh, no, my phone's just died. I can't tell you the rest <laughs> of that. Hilarious, Hilarious exchange. Story. Yeah, well, that's, but I went along anyway and, um, and I felt very good about my decision because mm. when I watched people try and get onto the horses, some of those horses are they're really big. Enormous. They are big, and they're, ho- they're plodders. Like they get big old plodding yeah. horses for the people who and can't ride properly. You've got to put your properly. foot in the stirrup, and then you've got to hoist, hoist yourself. yourself up. I'm not hoisting myself. No, up. it's hard work. I can't even get up off the floor someday. And, you, and then you wouldn't have been able to do it, and then they would have had to get you a ladder. Imagine. Like a step imagine, ladder. Imagine if I had to And it to would have been really orky. Oh, my husband would have just loved that sick. He would have mm. thought it was the funniest thing ever. Um, so, And it was so funny because, of course, the seven-year-old whose birthday was my nephew, Theo, he got up on the biggest horse out of everybody and was just Well, they've got no fear, it. have no they? No fear at all. My husband says that horses are for betting on, not getting on. Ah, well, that's my now mm. my new rule. Mm. <laughs> I am not ever going again. Mm. Right, okay, let's move on from there. Shall we talk about... Where are we up to? Oh, oh, we're going serious. Yeah. Talk about why you should never ignore your midlife brain fog. No, that's right. Now, when you say that, are you looking at me? Yeah. <laughs> oh. That's sad, isn't it? Hang on, I've got to find it. Here we go. There so brain are. fog, midlife brain... We've talked about brain fog quite a lot, yeah, haven't we? Yeah, yeah. Um, well, I think we talk about it in our book that's coming out. Oh, do we? Mm. Well, there you go. Mm-hmm. Um, so midlife brain fog, it's sort of all about hormonal imbalances, isn't it? Yeah. And then you get the red flags of brain health, says this lady who's written a book, and her name is Dr Lisa Mosconi. Um and the red flags of brain health are forgetfulness, anxiety, mood swings and memory lapses. Now, she and hot flushes. Mm. But she was saying that 
I didn't know this actually. Well, I sort of did know it that women are more, much more likely to get Alzheimer's than men. Yeah, something like two out of three yeah, Alzheimer's patients. Two out of every three are yeah. women. Yeah. And you think it's because, oh, well, that's because women live longer than men. But actually, apparently, it's not. It's all to do with estrogen. Yeah. And when the estrogen starts to fail, it, effect, um, it affects your brain. Yeah. So you've got to be really mindful. You do. Um, about keeping your brain active and doing all these things to make you less likely to get Alzheimer's. Well, I was reading that story and it says, was talking, because I yeah. was thinking, well, what about HRT then? Surely that would help. And some of the studies that she no. mentions, it does help. And some of them, it doesn't some help. Some it doesn't. So, so how are you meant to know? No. So um, diet is really important. It's interesting because they say go Mediterranean, but not low fat. Mm. And we all, you know, we've been fed this low fat nonsense, haven't know, we, for years. And actually... You know, that could be really affecting our brain health in later life. So they're not saying go out and eat a bowl of cream, but they are saying it's... Un- she says, from my pre- professional experience, I would say it's unwise to go on a strictly low-fat diet around menopause. So that's interesting, isn't it? Gosh. Um, because it's now known that when women adopt very low-fat diets, their oestrogen levels often fall dramatically, right. which is the last thing you need. Right, I'm going to go and eat a bowl of cream. Go and eat a bowl of cream. Cat that got the cream, <laughs> and then they talk about ways to boost your brain. Yeah, and it's stuff we've talked about. Read yeah. a newspaper regularly. Yeah, well, not that you can now in Australia. <laughs> Shut them all down. Um, learn a new language. Yeah, which you are. Or brush up on a language you used to speak. Yeah, I'm already doing May that. May we? May we? <laughs> learn to play a musical instrument. Oh, wouldn't you? Or love, return to one you used to play. The recorder. That'd be lovely. <laughs> Watch a documentary. Yes, we do, do that quite a lot. Be social. We've talked mm-hmm. about that a lot, haven't we? Mm-hmm. Very, very important. Lack of st- loneliness and lack of stimulation have both been linked to depression and an increased risk of cognitive decline, mm. which is interesting because you wonder at the moment people living on their own. Yeah. Well, that's why they say you've got to make sure that you check in with people all the time mm. and call them, and that's why there's been this yeah. huge thing about ringing people as opposed to texting them. Right. So want, make people want to have conversations and socially interact. Regularly listen to music. Give classical a try. Oh, we've done we've that. we that. that. Gosh, we're good, aren't we? Mm. Play games, bingo, bridge, chess, cards, board games. I downloaded... Um, a jigsaw app. Oh. Have you done any of them on your phone? No. They're actually quite fun. For the bus or whatever? Or just, oh, just on your... Just playing. Just, mm. Yeah, they're quite fun, and you can sort of set them at 12 pieces, which is too easy. Yes. Or 150 pieces. Oh, pretty good. No, it's quite good fun. I actually quite yeah. recommend. Also, the interesting thing was the exercise could less really be more. And it was saying for postmenopausal women... Um, Average of five days a week of 30-minute low to moderate intensity was mm. associated with a decreased risk. Right. So it's saying you don't have to go and do... Go and be a gym bunny. No, you don't have to do a 45. It's just, they're saying walking, cycling, swimming, yoga and Pilates yeah. or playing golf. That's all you need to do. Yeah. Actually, I just remembered something it said about HRT. It said that it was actually worse if you were over 60, suddenly going on HRT wasn't right. going to help you. But if you were... Un, like if you... Um, if you hadn't gone through menopause or if you were going through menopause, HRT probably would help because it just keeps your estrogen levels up longer. Right. It's all about how long you can keep them up for, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. It was yeah. Inter- I thought it was an interesting article. It is. But it's also very interesting. terrifying. Absolutely shit scared That now. what we do now... I'm so cool. I'm actually really fed up with hearing about all the things we have to do right now. Right not, now. Yeah. But otherwise, we're yeah. going to have a terrible. Do it right old day. now. It's like you've got you to be incredibly fit with that thing that we read the last oh, time. Oh, yes. This thing is saying, you know, do all these things. Do all of these things, otherwise you're basically you're fucked. Yeah. 
I mean, you know. Well, there might be something in it. There probably is, and that's terrifying. Well, I mean, how many things are you going to well, do? None, Claire. I'm just going to sit around and watch Netflix. I'm going to change the cat litter. I'm just going <laughs> to quickly have this conversation Go about fights that you can't win at home. Do yeah. you ever have fights you can't win at home? And I don't mean like arguments. I mean, I don't mean proper arguments, proper fights. I mean, things that are repeatedly, you know, an issue that come up. Like in my house, it's changing the cat litter. Yeah. I always do the cat litter. It's how many cushions are on the couch. Yeah. Uh, as in, he thinks they're too many. I think they're yeah. plenty. It looks nice. Um, ironing, I don't do it. He does. Yeah, but why do you fight about it? Well, we don't really, but like, oh. it's, a, it's, a, it's a thing, you know. It's like, a, well, why don't you iron it? And I'm like, no, I never iron oh. anything. Um, but the cat litter is a really big thing because our cat shits in the bath. Oh, that's nice. And um, so, you know, you know it's there. He cleans the rest of the house. He just doesn't really touch the bathroom. But you clean the rest of the house. Mm, yeah, just one of those things. Just one of those things. So you've given it? up now. I've just given up. But the other day. But you're holding that resentment I, I in a seething it. mass within tell. you. I'm actually getting quite hot when I think about <laughs> it. Um, and not really. I mean, you know, it is one thing. And he does do a good job the other thing. And the other day he did say to me that he loved the smell of the cleaning products in the kitchen. As if, you know, he was a professional cleaner. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, yeah. And it was that koala stuff. Oh, yeah, lovely. Spoken, the yeah. lovely natural stuff. And he was like, it smells lovely because it's natural. And I was like, yes, it is natural. And yes, it does smell lovely. Yeah. And, he, and I was thinking, we've had it in the house for say, six months. I was going to say, has that been the cleaner? <laughs> You've had that for six months. Yes, and he's longer. And he's only just noticed? Yes. How many times do you think he sprayed it? Oh, my <laughs> anyway, God. bless him. Um, I don't know what I don't know if we have many like that just because I do the cat litter. Well, Timmy does bits of it, but I do the big clean. Mm. Um, but I am incapable of switching on the right lights. Mm. And I think, even when you've lived in the house for yeah, so years. yeah, so I think he's just now at the point where he just can't let you touch any lights. Let, let me touch lights, or just I'll turn. He say, he say, oh, I'll turn the lights on, and he'll go. You've turned the wrong lights. On. I'm just like, I just, I know, I, can't, I, I still, I just don't understand which light switch goes with which lights. Yes, I get that. Actually, there's lots of things that I do that are really annoying. I know, and I, I mean, I'm only picking those things up because the cat litter was a particular thing. Yeah. Um, and the ironing, I know, drives him mad. Um, I don't put things away particularly mm. well. Um, like everything has its place. Our house is very small. Everything has its place, and I don't necessarily always put the things in their place. But, you know. That's life. That's life. And I do have a special cupboard where I put my sneaky snacks. Oh, yes. And sometimes Lee will find them and go, stop mm. buying the snacks. And uh, I'm like, you don't have to look in that cupboard. Yeah, or eat them. Mm. But he eats them. Mm, he does. Timmy finds hair bands all around the house. Oh, yeah, hair bands. Mm. Oh, hair. My hair falls out Ugh. all the time. Lee finds that That's really gross. irritating. Yeah. Mm. And then he puts them somewhere. He puts them for... I don't realise they're all around the house, but then they all end up where I need them. Right. And it's because he's picking them up and just putting them that's where nice. it's useful. Oh, that's love right there. Yeah. Hairbands. Yeah. Um, all right. Is there something else you want to talk about? Or well, I was going to talk about my garlic dip hangover. Yeah. <laughs> we should not forget that one. Yeah. You know when you get Lebanese food? Yes. Or Turkish food? Yeah. I don't want to start a cultural situation here. No. You know that delicious like bright white garlic dip that mm-hmm. goes particularly well with the grilled chicken. Yeah. It's, it's so making your mouth Oh my god. <laughs> it's so delicious, isn't it? <laughs> but the next day mm. 
Do you feel like you've been you've had your mouth sellotaped to a dry yeah. tree trunk or something? Yeah. It, mm. The next day you know about it, don't you? Yeah. It's a lot of garlic in is there. It, what, is it just the garlic, the amount of garlic? Is it the fact that you can't stop eating it even though you know it's going to you know give you a hangover the next day? Yeah, I don't know. I think it's probably a bit of both. Yeah. But it that, pretty much is, like yeah. just, is just garlic, isn't it? You know when you wake up in the morning and you're just like... Yeah, you re- and you really th- and you just and the room smells when you walk back into the house. You're like, whoa, God, that's yeah. potent. But will you stop eating it? No, no, no. What no. do you eat? What do you get now when you get your leg? You wouldn't eat the chicken. Um, we get falafel. Oh yeah, and ladies' fingers and things like oh, with yeah. the rice and yeah. the, the vine leaves. Yeah, um, and then all the lovely salads and, and all things. The bits and bobs. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Right. Well, that's enough. Talking about garlic dip. Yes, um, that's it. That's all, be... <laughs> that's all I've got. That's all I've got for you. That's good. Um, we will be back next week for more um, warbling on yeah. about things. Not warbling. It's insightful. Insightful warblings. Insightful commentary on the uh, current state of affairs. Zeitgeist. Zeitgeist. <laughs> um, um, and if that's what you want, you know where to come. I'm very excited. Are... Just, oh. just quickly, because you gave me a box a packet of honey salted almond chocker from Audi. Yeah, this is my favourite one. I posted this in the PDAs as well last night because I was delighted I discovered it. Mm. It is so freaking good. I think it might have surpassed the pretzel chocolate in my book. Not an ad, Audi. Not an ad, but it can be. It can be if you want it to be. (laughs) Um, Come to the PDAs. Anyone who wants to on on Facebook, join the group. Um, You can follow us on Instagram. Or you can email us on wearepainggoblesavocado at gmail.com. Sounds like fun. Mm -hmm. We'll see you next week. See you next week. Bye. Bye.